Hello and welcome to ERP Radio, your recovery resource. My name is Jennifer Stewart and joining me, I have a few co-hosts today. Next to me, Ben. Hey, Ben. Hey, Jen. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? And next to me, I have Pam from the first show. Welcome back. Thanks, Ben. Nice to see you and Jen. Yeah, nice to see you too. And then we have Tommy, our producer, joining us. What's going on, guys? In celebration of Mother's Day on Sunday, our topic today is going to be mothers and substance abuse. I'm going to start with you, Ben, to hear your views on, on the topic. Well, you know, I'm glad that we can discuss this, especially around Mother's Day, so we have, I guess, reason to. And also, mm-hmm. it's very important to speak about because a lot of parents are struggling with addiction and or alcoholism are the same. We know the the deadly effects of a parent drinking or using drugs while having a, you know, while being pregnant for the nine months, but there needs to be more studies and more stuff conducted about the effects of after, you know, so like if the parents are raising a kid in an alcoholic or addicted household and, you know, what that does to the child. You know, I think it's terrible, but it, it happens and thankfully there's, you know, there's things to do about it to make it go better. And it it does have long-ranging effects. Kids have trouble at home, but they could have them at school, which obviously could affect their future because if they're not getting the education or the proper stuff they need at home or at school, it it could affect them in all areas of their lives, really. I agree. Yeah, the thing about that is I think it's pretty widespread and it's just growing, uh, this type of abuse, especially with alcohol. It's actually between uh, women alone in their 30s and their 40s who abuse alcohol, it's increased twofold over the past 10 years and prescription drug abuse levels for that alone have also jumped several hundred percentage points during that same period of time. It really seems to be a growing uh, concern across the United States. Yeah, yeah I have something to add on that. I'm not, I'm not trying to blame modern day science or anything, but I feel like today's world, you go to a psychiatrist, maybe a young mother goes to a psychiatrist and explains that she has stress and anxiety because of the, the child. They're so much more prominent to just prescribe Xanax or you know other medication like that, and then they start abusing it, and that's you know that's Man. a lot of times how addiction starts. So that caveats on, on our next topic. Do you feel that genetics and addiction go hand in hand, or do you think it's not even related to each other? Pamela, I'll start with you. What oh, do you think? It is both, according to scientists. They say that 50% genetic component, they think, leads sure. to addiction, 50% sure. of people. But then there are other people that you don't see that in their family, and yet they become addictive right. for, for some reason, too. Right. So it's hard to tell, but certainly you do see certain families where there are a lot of addicts, and you wonder if there is a genetic component. Exactly. Then what do you think? Yeah, I, I totally agree. And the more I think about it and the more I do research about it, I, I'm trying to... I'm coming to the conclusion that it it is very genetic Mm -hmm. and I can think of tons of examples of people I know my family my experience that you know when there's one addict in the family maybe it's not like parent kids but it could be like grandparent and then like my uncle's an addict and he's my 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 mom's brother and my brother seems to have signs of addictions. I think it definitely does, but on the other hand, there there are people like Pam are talking about who are raised in a perfectly normal household right. with no addiction and they become an addict. So, you know, mm-hmm. I guess there's no clear answer. Genetics, I, I would say I agree with you, Ben. There's some truth to the fact that addiction will follow you in terms of your, your genetics and where you come from. At the same time, I, I look at people who I've known who grew up, mm-hmm. as you said, Ben, households who didn't have family members or who were addicted and they they slipped into addiction whether it's because of peer pressure whether it was fitting in anxiety they had about themselves but 
or maybe they were just curious and wanted to try things and then they ended up falling down the bad path. I can tell you, I remember one of my friends from high school who I knew since I was a kid, and he and I went to elementary school and knew each other forever. And he's still friends with all the same friends. He's a family friend, his parents, but he ended up abusing, he ended up becoming an addict during, uh, during high school. And I, it was so strange to me, the fact that this young kid who I knew was so smart, talented, sure. his parents were really normal, very good people, very straightforward people, but he ended up, because of his relationship with his dad, ending up abusing alcohol developing this this self this self-loathing hatred of himself because of that and it you know he ate away at him and he needed something to right. you know, calm that calm that storm inside and as I say you know he came from a perfectly and, normal family too and often that happens you can come from a perfect family but if you if there's that fear inside or insecurity or anxiety or what have you you're going to turn to something to numb that void right so you're going to turn to alcohol or or drugs and so I do. I, 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 Ben, you're kind of growing on me because I didn't think it was genetics, but I think you had some valid points. I think it's genetics, and I think it's, it's you know, not doing self-love and, and going toward the drugs and alcohol to numb some pain that you're going through. To piggyback on that, sure. there is a thing actually called dual diagnosis, and it's this is so common, substance abuse and depression and anxiety and stuff like that, mm -hmm. the dual diagnosis is the name for it. It is. And there are treatment centers and rehab facility centers that specialize in this because right. if you treat one, you can treat the other. Because mm -hmm. if you only treat one, if a person's still depressed, they may turn to substance abuse exactly. again. Exactly. I mean, the whole thing between the interlinking is one can lead to another and one also can lead to another. I mean, if you're doing drugs or alcohol and you become an addict, it's going to affect your brain chemistry and it's going to exactly. affect the way you view the world. Exactly. And it's going to have a huge impact on you going forward. So whether or not you started doing it and then ended up with mental troubles or whether you had mental troubles before and ended up doing it, right. either vice versa way you did right. it, you're going to have this imbalance in your brain chemistry. And that's the best thing about ERP. We do have counselors on 24-7 that will find the right treatment for you. So if you or your loved one is suffering, please feel free to give us a call, even if you just have questions. I'm going to give you our phone number. It's 844 844- 548-3407. Feel free to visit our website. It's www.eliterehabplacement.com or like us on Facebook. We're always providing articles and educating about substance abuse and addiction. So I'm going to conclude our episode today. I'd like to thank my great co-host. Thank you guys. <clears throat> Happy Mother's Day and join us next week. Thank you, Jen.